0: Hey, everybody, this is Frank Hannon from Tesla, and you're listening to the Brandy and Randy podcast.
1: Hey, it's Brandy
2: and Randy, and you're listening to the Brandy and Randy podcast with our special guest Frank Hannon of Tesla.
0: Well, it's great to be on your podcast. Thanks for having me. I am calling you live from Sarasota, Florida, Oh nice. where it is hotter than a $2 pill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's about, what, 80-some here.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to getting up to Ohio. Um, I saw on the radar that we're going to be there this weekend in a town called Lima, Ohio.
2: Yes, Lima. It's pronounced Lima, believe it or not.
0: Lima. Well, I yeah. should have known that.
2: It's, all right, it's weird. It's like Lima. Think of Lima bean. Right. And then you'll remember it.
0: Is it named after a Lima bean? Is there a lot of Lima beans growing around there?
2: Well, don't they have the Lima bean? I think they got the Lima bean festival in Lima, don't they? Or something like that? I don't know. Something close to that. They do have something. Now yeah. I'm going to
1: have to research.
2: Yeah. Now, now you got us thinking. Oh, uh, now my mind. My mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you're going to okay. be in Lima. You're going to be there at the Veterans Memorial Civic and Convention Center. So you're going to be there on July 7th.
0: Which is like what day after tomorrow? Mm-hmm. It is. It sure is. In it is. Two days. Are, are you ready? Are you? Oh yeah, Tesla is always ready. Oh, by the way, I'm the guy from Tesla. All you listeners, my name is Frank, and uh, I'm in a band called Tesla. Just a and, little, um, <laughs> Sometimes I get called the guy from Tesla. Oh, it's that guy uh, again. The guy from Tesla. <laughs>
2: So, I'll tell you what, I started listening to you guys back back in the day, man. i tell you. I saw you guys in concert. First time I saw you guys was when you opened for Def Leppard what, in 1987. I saw you guys up in Cleveland at the old Richfield Coliseum. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: And we were in the round, right? In the middle yes. of the arena?
2: It was. That was a heck of a show, too. Back in, yeah. 87 was a good year.
0: You know, the 80s was a, was a great decade. Um, you know, I mean, it gets a lot of, uh, you know... A lot of flack on some levels because it was such a glam decade or whatever but you know it, it it was a lot of fun i mean you know the 80s were great i think
1: i think the 80s were great too frank one of my favorite decades i, I would never go back and change a thing well maybe
2: maybe something Ma- maybe a couple <laughs> things but you know Could
0: be, yeah i might have got a few more nights sleep <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now, you guys have sold more than 14 million albums in the United States. That's a lot, man.
0: um, uh, Yeah, I guess so. I mean, heck, you know, selling albums is definitely a thing from the 80s as Mm -hmm. well. You know, I mean, these days, everything is on the cell phone, you know. So by today's standards, it's definitely a lot. Yeah. But at the time, you know, honestly, we were never an overnight success. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we toured relentlessly and worked really hard. Um, uh, And we weren't never a huge household name like a Bon Jovi Mm -hmm. or ACDC or or something like that. But we did sell a lot of records and I'm very proud of the fact that here it is, 40 years later Mm -hmm. since we started this thing in high school, and we're still able to able to come to Lima Beat, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, there
2: you, there you go. You know, one of my favorite albums that you guys do actually was uh, the 2 volume set of Real to Real. I play that all the time in my car. I love that. The, 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 when you guys redid the songs, it was great.
0: Hey, thanks, Randy. And you know why mm-hmm. you like it? Why is it's that? Because it was live. It was totally live. We played together as oh. a band. We didn't email parts to each other and cut and paste in a computer it was actually done on a reel-to-reel tape machine in a studio in texas and we Mm -hmm. all got together and you know we picked those songs we over a a year's time we were practicing them at sound checks and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and trying to pick the creative set list of stuff that hadn't been over covered by Mm -hmm. many other bands but the best part about it is we were live in a room uh, playing that's why we we titled the album real the real mm-hmm. like keeping it real to real real tape, tape machines.
2: but your cover of ball of confusion man I mean that nothing touches that as far as I'm concerned and the words of that song are even I mean they could they could that could have been written today.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, that was a cool song, and uh, that was um, uh, an obscure choice for mm-hmm. us, you know, and I, I feel that Jeff Keith, our singer, mm-hmm. man, you know, when he puts his heart into stuff, he can really uh, deliver it, and he delivered that one, he delivered every song on that, mm-hmm. that album, and uh, thank you, man, I appreciate your uh, kudos.
2: Oh, no problem, it's very often, you, t- you talk about playing on my phone, I always have that Bluetooth into my stereo and my my car all the time when i try i have about a half hour commute to work and quite often that's that's in my car playing
0: well did you ever get the uh volume two you know because it was two sets it was a Mm -hmm. reel to reel like two tape reels
2: yeah uh, i I listened to both
0: and what we did is Mm -hmm. we we offered people the second reel so Mm -hmm. to speak which was the second cd uh when they came to a tesla concert that year did you ever get that second version
2: no, I just heard it just uh, just online, like like on Spotify. Stuff is where I've heard it. So yeah, yeah, it's awesome.
0: Well, thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I appreciate
2: that. Hey, no problem. Uh, you guys have been around since when? When did you guys start?
0: Uh, well, it was forty years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we're in two thousand twenty three now. It was nineteen eighty three. I was a uh, junior in high school, wow. and Brian Wheat, our bass player, mm-hmm. uh, he was. Uh, a senior had just graduated high school. Mm-hmm. And um, he was already playing a lot with some older kids, uh, and he had a car, and he had a job. And I was younger, but I had been playing guitar. I was kind of like the young kid, uh, mm-hmm. guitar player, hotshot kid in, in around the neighborhood, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm not saying that in an ego way. I'm just saying that's kind of how at the time, you know, because I was a little kid that could play guitar pretty good, yeah, And so he uh, he snatched me up, and he and I got together, and we kicked out everybody else in the band and started running the band ourselves. And he had a car, and I had a guitar, and we started playing parties and, and everything back in 1983. Wow. So he and I have been together for 40 years.
2: Wow. Wow. It's hard to believe it's been that long, hasn't it?
0: Man, you know, just the past 5 years have been a whirlwind and um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm seeing photographs of like kids that were babies that are like now like, you know, going to school, you know, the time has really just been like flying by recently. It's crazy.
2: It is, man. I got I got grandchildren that are growing up like way too fast. <laughs> it just goes fast, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. I had my first grandson uh born to Almost three years ago, and wow. he's like a little man. He's just running around, and and it's it's awesome.
2: Isn't it great? It's the best thing ever, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it really is. You know, they they and grandkids they, they really gravitate to their grandparents. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they, it's a different kind of uh, affection and mm-hmm. love that they mm-hmm. show.
2: So I notice you guys. Not only do you work with Tesla, you do you do solo stuff too, don't you?
0: Uh yeah, I, I've. Been uh, recording and writing my mm-hmm. own songs, and I, I'm I'm a frustrated singer. I like to sing lead vocals as well as write my own lyrics. Mm-hmm. That a lot of songs that Tesla would never do, you know. And mm-hmm. I like to experiment with different styles. So I'm always dabbling with uh, with different styles of music mm-hmm. and stuff that Tesla and Jeff Keith would never even want to do. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> You know, kind of like, I'm kind of like Frank Zappa when it comes to that kind of (laughs) craziness. Sure. But uh, I'm actually entertaining the idea of of doing a blues album, finally. Mm -hmm. I love playing blues and slide guitar, Mm -hmm. and um, I have some friends in Texas that play blues, and I might uh, go down there and record something like that. Uh, It's my latest crazy idea that's been popping in my head.
2: That sounds but, like an awesome. Um, that sounds I awesome. I travel man. with
0: all the instruments. Mm-hmm. I have a jazz fusion uh, science experiment called Octopus and I put that video out about mm-hmm. 6 months ago and I think it made people go what?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed in that video too that you play every you know, every instrument, don't you?
0: Uh that's correct, yeah.
2: Wow. How many instruments do you think you play?
0: Oh man, I don't know. I'll play I'll play some sticks and stones. Mm-hmm. I'll play anything and try to make music out of it. Yeah. You know. Honestly, I'm a I'm a guitarist. Mm-hmm. One through and through. That's my main one love. Uh but I love my second love would be at a Hammond B three organ. I oh, love yeah. that. Yeah. Um bass guitar I really love. Mm-hmm. I love playing bass. Uh and uh, drums. You know, I started off on the drums, but I got tired of trying to carry all that hardware around. So um, I gave that up. I only do that out of necessity. Now I just, you know, I'll coach drummers. And that's the other thing I like to do is coaching. I'm a, mm-hmm. I like to produce. as
2: oh, a producer,
0: mm-hmm. and I've mm-hmm. produced a lot of young artists. And, in fact, right now, I just got home from a week-long producing section in nashville tennessee working with uh, an artist that i've been producing for about five years his name is jt luck mm-hmm. and uh he just got a new drummer and um because of my secret love for drumming i uh, i worked with him in the studio we had a great uh great synergy and created some great performances on his drum tracks and uh that's that's what a producer does when you see Mm -hmm. an album and it says produced by Mm -hmm. sozo it's usually they're like a coach that's kind of you know coaching the team so to speak and i I love doing that
2: you do a lot of producing then
0: i do yeah Mm -hmm. i've produced a lot of unknown local bands in my hometown and uh i've produced some of tesla's latest music Mm -hmm. time to rock and Mm -hmm. cold blue steel and uh, this latest live album, we did a cover of Aerosmith's uh, "SOS," too bad. Oh, I, had, cool. I had my hand in producing that with Brian.
2: Cool. Um, so, uh, if someone goes to a Tesla concert, what can they expect? I can know what they expect, but uh, <laughs> what do you guys? What do you guys do I mean what, what do you guys? Uh, what does a Tesla song concert sound like these days?
0: A Tesla concert is absolutely 100% real. Uh, We don't use any backing tracks Mm -hmm. or uh, phony baloney stuff. Um, So if it sounds edgy and raw and out of tune, that's because Mm -hmm. it is edgy and raw and out of tune. Yeah, sure. (laughs) At the the moment, you know, I mean, uh, we've always prided ourselves in keeping it real. And it goes back to our first album. Someone reminded me that we used to put the moniker on there that said No Machines. Mm Mm-hmm. And what that meant was is we play all the instruments. And so um, they can expect a real high-energy rock and roll show with uh our classic songs um, that I'm very proud of, the songs that we've written. Again, I give credit to Jeff Keith, our singer. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he wrote some songs from his heart. And we've also got these really cool video screens that play behind us now that have... Some old photos of the band, and like light, lightning shows, and crazy animation stuff like that.
2: Cool. Yeah, nothing's. I mean, I, I really appreciate you guys play live because you know I would rather see a band play their instruments live because I don't want it to sound like the album. I want it to sound like live.
0: Exactly. Well, yeah, you don't want to. Uh, you want to be. Uh, I, I'm not. I'll say you. I mean, mm-hmm. me uh, personally. I like to be there in the atmosphere, breathing the air of the artist. So, mm-hmm. you know, I want to hear that realness. And the, the one thing that they can't take away from us with technology is sharing the same space as someone. And, and being at the show, you're in a room or in a, an event with that person who's projecting their music to you. I just saw Peter Frampton mm-hmm. the other night, and sure, it, I did was too. Just, mm-hmm. it was freaking awesome, man. It was like he's, he's old, and he's sitting in a chair, and he's playing that guitar mm-hmm. just like he did, if not better than he did in 1976, and you just feel that energy, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And uh, that's what it's all about.
2: I saw Peter, Frampton. I saw Peter Frampton a couple of years ago. Yeah, he it was, it was fantastic.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, Brandy, I'm not hearing much from you. What are you doing back in there? Hey, I'm just
1: listening to you two chat, and I'm watching <laughs> Octopus at the same time. So
0: I'm multitasking.
1: <laughs> One of the things right that I wanted to ask you, Frank, is when you're getting ready for a show, what exactly do you do personally to get yourself ready to get out there and do that gig? Do you have any things that you specifically do? Like warm-ups or anything? Um, Well,
0: I like to to dedicate 30 minutes um, before we've got to go on uh, to some alone time, you know, take a shower, you know, put on my clothes, practice my guitar a little bit, uh, give myself that little bit of a cushion. Uh, A lot of times when you have guests hanging around or people there and you're rushing and you're like, you know, in the past I would always be rushing and trying to just, Get to the stage in a hurry, and I don't mm. like doing that anymore. So these days, I try to allow myself a little, just a little downtime, just to take some breath, maybe stretch out a little bit.
1: Nice, no, you, you see, know, you but just...
0: nothing major, you know, no, no crazy ups or you know, yoga calisthetic stretches or anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, no more bong hits or you know, lines <laughs> of cocaine or or no more craziness like that, you know, from mm-hmm from the old days
1: groupies none of that stuff none of that stuff anymore you just kind of chill out right
0: <laughs> yeah i just like to veg and take a breath you know get about 30 minutes before the show because um, the rest of the time you know on days off I, I tend to go crazy like i used to fly into dallas and then rent a car and then go drive to freaky in oklahoma go ride horses do all kinds of crazy stuff, you know. Uh, go hiking, yeah. You know, and then be late for the show, <laughs> rushing back in a hurry, and, and then barely making it on stage on time. You know, I don't like to do that too much anymore.
1: <laughs> right. It, it, it is. It is a little difficult. I can kind of relate to that with the whole, you know, running in at the last minute kind of thing, huh, Randy?
0: Uh, yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's me right there. That's, that's Brandy. It,
1: it is. But you know what? It used to not be. But eh, but you know when you when you're when you're doing that, you, I don't know, it's, it's so much better to relax like you do and get yourself all ready for it, just mentally, and and just get into that zone.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I used to be the guy that was always late and always doing too much and always uh, not watching the clock. And now, suddenly, I've learned that the clock is actually my friend. And if I use it for a tool mm-hmm. and plan two hours ahead of time as a cushion before the time that I actually got to be somewhere, then that gives me a time to just settle down and ease into something, you know?
1: Yeah, I like that. And I I just wrote that down. Use a clock as a tool. Yeah, I'm using that for (laughs) myself. (laughs) I was taking notes of what you were doing. you know?
0: All right. Well, cool, man. (laughs) Uh, I hope it helps, and it will. It will help you. It'll help you enjoy life and enjoy the clock better. I used to hate looking at the clock because I was always late. Yeah. But then when I started adding time on the other side of it, on the back side, like if I know i got to be somewhere by noon, I always plan to be ready by 10. And I I never used to do that until recently.
1: And it works.
0: It does. It helps. It helps a lot. And so, um, you know, but uh, Tesla, speaking of the clock, you know, Tesla has really developed our band. We run it on time and we've developed our system to where we have a piece of paper and the whole day is mapped out by the hour. I mean, I know what I'm doing at four o'clock. I know what I'm doing at five o'clock and I know what I'm doing at six o'clock. And it's kind of good. It's a good feeling, you know. Now
1: well, You're very organized these days.
0: Finally, after fifty-seven years. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean?
1: Well, some of us take a little bit yeah. longer than others. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole creativity thing, you know. It, it just you're everywhere, you know. It just it just happens. Your mind is on so many different
0: things. It's true. It's definitely true.
1: One of the things. Well, that- what do
0: you what do you like to do, Brandy? What are some of the uh, extra curricular stuff that you like to do besides <laughs> making podcasts?
1: Well, I actually, you had mentioned something that that uh, touched me there. You were mentioning how you play the slide guitar, which I'm learning, which is so much fun. Yeah. And then bass, you had mentioned bass and how you really like that. That's also something that I've been doing, so that's cool. I like that. And then one of the things that you play that wasn't mentioned earlier was flute. Now, not a lot of guys play flute. And I think it's awesome that it, you know how to play flute. I played flute from third grade on. You can still do it to this day. So I thought that oh, was pretty
0: awesome. Wow, well I'd love to hear you play. Uh, um, um, you know, my favorite flautist, uh, one of them is Ann Wilson from Heart. Oh, and she's uh, fabulous. I've taken some lessons from different female flautists, and uh, I bet I'd love to hear you play sometime. Uh, it's such a beautiful-sounding instrument. Um, I do a flute solo on a song called Hills of California. So if, since you were looking up octopus, if you get bored after we hang up, check out the song Hills of California by moi, and there's a little flute solo in that one. <laughs>
1: oh, awesome. I can't wait. I, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to check that out. So what are you doing from today? You're in Sarasota, and then you're traveling
0: to where? You coming up Uh, to Ohio tomorrow? tomorrow? I catch a flight to Chicago, and then we do a show in Lima, and then we play the uh, legendary Milwaukee Summerfest this this weekend. Yeah.
1: So you know, right now with with Tesla, you have uh, some new songs, which is awesome. And can I ask you this? When uh, when Jeff back in the day, you know, some of those notes that he had to hit were high. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Even like some of them, like I have a hard time hitting, and you know, I I can do that, but that's, some of his are really high. So with the years and and going by and everything, is with Jeff, um, I heard that in an interview with him that he had to drop, he had to drop things down just a little bit to help his voice, and that's normal because that happens when people start getting. Older, the older that you get, the the more of that muscle just kind of it just kind of gets a little tight, and there's really nothing you can do about it. But it's awesome that he can still sing, and he only had to go down just a smidge. You won't even notice.
0: Well, yeah, you're right. You know, um, back in 1989, in particular, our second album, especially, we uh, were really singing and writing all these melodies that were super high octave. Uh, stuff you know we didn't think twice about it back then that we maybe we should examine some of these it was long before Eddie Vedder came out and changed the whole sound of <laughs> of the current music with a deep voice you know what I mean right right everything was everything was screaming yes. um, so anyway getting back to what you're asking yeah we have examined our songs and uh, we've Some of them we tune down our guitars for, you know, um, a whole step, which Mm -hmm. instead of playing in the key of A, we're now playing in the key of G. Okay. And, you know, that helps. And then we examine the melodies, and, you know, Jeff Keith has the kind of voice where, honestly, to me, he can talk and it sounds great because he's just got a beautiful tone in his normal talking voice. So we're examining the melodies where he was, screaming and you know and, and actually singing it in a lower octave and it, and it sounds great the fans are still really enjoying it and it sounds more pleasing to the ear it's
1: exactly what I was thinking you know in, instead of like in your face now he's <laughs> he's singing and he's singing to everyone and it's it's pretty now is that what it, not that it wasn't pretty yeah, then, cause yeah, it was. you know
0: I, 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 I did, you remember the guy who did the uh the did the song year of the cat remember that song al stewart yep. yes mm-hmm. yeah al stewart um i met him one time on right. a moody blues cruise that i was performing on as a solo artist yeah and i told him i loved his singing how did how does he still do it and he said to me really softly he said i never shout at my audience <laughs> And I thought that was, I thought that was great. But Jeff Keith does a lot of shouting, um, so yeah. uh, you know we have uh, we have re- rewritten some of our songs actually in different keys. Like one song used to be in the key of C, mm-hmm. and I now play those same chords in a different position in the key of G, and. Oh. it It it's called transposing the song. and we've done a few of uh, things like that and it helps them not have to shout so much.
1: Oh, absolutely. Because when you're up there, you know when you start out and you're you're younger and you have that that higher voice, and it's so easy to just belt that out. But like you said, you don't think of it. Am I still going to be able to do this in twenty years because you're not thinking that far ahead. So then you have to make some accommodations like you've done, which is fabulous because you're still around, you're still rocking, and we love it.
0: Well, thank you very much. It, you know, we weren't thinking that 2023 was even a reality. I mean, right. I don't know about you, but I remember when 1999 was the, was the future, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, right, <laughs> right. We all thought that after the year 2000 that it was going to end. So right, so we, we are 23 years after that fact.
1: Yeah, it's hard to believe. And, and you know, thinking mm-hmm. about being in the 80s and such, you know, I was a teenager and I thought I'm never going to live to see 30. I'm going to be dead by then, I'm going out, and here I am. You know yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty odd when you think about what you were like then versus oh, yeah. what you're like now, you know
2: completely different person
1: (laughs) completely so frank when it comes to looking you up online of course you have a couple of different sites you have the tesla the band's website and then you have frankhannon.com which is all about you is there anywhere else that they can find you facebook anything like that
0: yes um both tesla and um all of us in our band uh we use Instagram uh, mostly. It seems like the most of the music uh, musicians that we are in our peer group seem to gravitate towards Instagram, mm-hmm. um, which is linked to Facebook. And uh, mine is Frank Hannon official with a blue check mark. But you know, there's some actually. There's a lot of fakers out there and a lot of scam artists that are actually like trying to put blue check marks on their uh, image now. It's crazy. We've been battling a lot of fakes, so I just want to say that real quick. Um, Please be careful. If anyone is asking you for money or private messages, it is not uh, official. It's a fake scam artist. So please be careful uh, with that if people are listening. Um, uh, Yeah, so Frank Hannon Official, Tesla The Band. And uh, those are the a few real ones.
1: Fantastic. Now, when it comes to new music, what's your favorite song that you you've actually you know came out with?
0: You maybe you produced it, maybe you wrote whatever.
1: What, do you have a, you have a favorite of the new stuff that you've done?
0: Well, I really enjoy "Time to Rock." It's a it's a really rocking number uh, for Tesla. Um, Tesla's sort of made a comeback, uh, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and recovery from COVID, mm-hmm. uh, the whole COVID shutdown and the whole uh, stuff we were doing prior to that. And so Tesla is on a roll right now. And uh, our latest song was Time to Rock. And I'm really proud of that one.
1: Fantastic. You know, Randy, we're going to have to find that.
0: I know. I yeah. know, right?
1: We're going to have to grab that one real quick. And we'll throw that on later. How about that?
0: Yeah, yeah. All
2: right. So, all right. Tesla again, July 7th, Veterans Memorial, Memorial Civic and Convention Center in Lima, Ohio. Wow. Great job. That's all. Not That's Lima.
0: All. It's not Lima. It's
2: <laughs> Lima. <laughs> yeah, just think of the bean. That's like I can Think of the bean. Lima bean.
1: Right. That's what Ohio is. Corn, beans. There you go. <laughs>
0: hey, I love Ohio, man. A, a mm. lot of fun in Dayton. A lot of fun in Akron. In Troy, Ohio. The Hobart Arena. We yeah. play there a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, always had
2: some great times of course Cleveland's the rock and roll capital of the world there you go right
0: yeah that's right it doesn't get much more rock and roll than Cleveland
2: (laughs) does it
1: well Frank you are on the road you're doing stuff uh, I suppose that we should probably man I hate to see this I think we should probably wrap it up and let you get back to what you're doing
0: Oh, well, all good things uh, come to a close, I guess, and I had a great time. Hope I didn't talk too much. I can uh, tend to get real hyper on these things.
1: No, but I not. Really appreciate oh. you guys. Oh, thanks, no Frank. Problem. We really appreciate you too. Thanks for joining
0: us. It's a great day, and uh, Brandy and Randy, mm-hmm. I really appreciate you, and you. Uh, we'll see you down the road.
2: Hey, thanks for all the great music too, Frank. Appreciate it.
0: Thanks, guys.